Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Taran sitting here opposite me. Hey everyone. And today we're going to be talking about Invincible, which is the Amazon animated series based off the Image comics. So uh, I think when did, I think it finished a couple of weeks ago, didn't it? Or was it last week? I can't remember. Was it last week or a couple? It, it, yeah. One of those. <laughs> yeah, it was, it yeah. Was, well, it finished reasonably recently. Yeah. Uh, we've just been caught up with doing other reviews. I think we had Falcon and Winter Soldier and then we had Mortal Kombat, which we had to do. So here we are talking about Invincible. A lot of people may not know about this comic. And those that do, I've probably already watched the show. So we'll... It's probably pretty hard to talk about this without spoiling it because a lot of the intrigue in this show is from the spoilers, especially after the first episode. But we'll do a high-level non-spoiler review and then we'll jump into spoils after that. So before we do that, just a bit of background on the show. Like I said, it's an Image Comics created by Robert Kirkman. So he was closely associated with the show as well. It's got a very big voice cast, some big names. So the title character is played by Stephen Yon or Yon. Yuen. Well, it's it's spelled Yuen, like Y E U N. Yeah. But I've watched interviews with him and Conan. He seems to yeah. be on Conan a lot, and he said that Conan was saying his name wrong for like eight years. Okay. Apparently, it's Yon. Okay. Yeah. So he was on Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure. Yes, uh, that's he what is. he's known from. But he's not on it anymore. I don't yeah, think. He's dead. So apart from him, there's Sandra O, oh, J.K. Simmons. They're sort of the main cast, but then there's all these peripheral characters who also have big name actors voicing them. So I think an executive producer on this one was Seth Rogen, or producer or executive producer, mm. and he also voices one of the. Interestingly, he's uh he's making a live action Invincible. Not with him though. No, but he's. Writing and directing it, I think. Okay. No, maybe just writing it with. I think he writes a lot of stuff with Evan Goldberg. Does he? Is that him, or is that someone else? Not too sure. Who's Evan I, Goldberg? He's like a writer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that, but they're making a a, a live a action, live action, Invincible. Yeah. Do I sound really nasally? 
No, I think you sound all right. Anyway, he's uh, Taron's not. I'm dying. Yeah, he's no. Nah, sorry, it's just hay fever. Yeah, he's yeah. got really bad hay fever. So yeah, if he sounds like he's dying, that's he's that's not, why. And yeah. I may I may sneeze a couple of times during yeah. this. Yeah, that's, I'll keep them in. I won't edit them out. Please don't. <laughs> I would rather you kept them in. Yeah. So there's there's all these other a large variety of cast members. A thing about Amazon, which I didn't know about uh, Amazon Prime Video, is when you pause a scene. Oh, you don't even need to pause it. I know what you're talking about. If you just move your cursor over the screen, if you're watching it on your laptop. On your laptop. On on your TV, I think you have to pause it. Yeah. 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 Then you see who the actors are and it gives you like a trivia. In that particular scene. Yeah. 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 So whoever's on the screen at that time, it would uh, kind of knows who the actors playing those roles are. So that's pretty. And it gives you trivia as well. Oh yeah. Have you read the trivia? Not not all. I didn't pause no. it that much, but yeah. There, there is some trivia. Is it trivia about that scene or is it just general trivia? About that scene, most okay. of the time. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it because this is an Amazon Studios? No, nah, it's on all of them. So if we watch just some random movie on it, yep. it should have it as well. Yep. If yeah. you watch a, a Telugu movie on it, it has it. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. That's a, that's not a feature on Netflix, is it? I don't think no. Netflix or Disney Plus have that. So that's uh, very unique to Amazon. But we're not reviewing Amazon Prime Video here, so it's no, yeah, they paid us. <laughs> they paid us to review it. <laughs> uh, who else is in the cast? There's, I think, Zazie Beats, Wally Goggins, Walter yeah, Goggins. Goggins, yeah. So even for very minor roles, they've got quite famous actors, I guess. It's got that guy from Mad Men in one of the roles. Um, so not uh, John Hamm. No, it's John it's- Hamm. Yeah, it's got John Hamm in it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about spoilers. I can't remember which. Oh, it's, it's like yeah. a minor side character. Yeah. It's yeah. got, um, what were you saying? I think it had Mahershala Ali. Yeah, it has Mahershala Ali. Yep. He's pretty much a side character. I mean, he's yep. in like one episode, but yeah. Who plays Eve? It's um, Gillian Jacobs from Community. And from, uh, what was that magic movie on Disney Plus with... Um, you know that magic, is it Magic Camp or something? Whatever it was, she's in that. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Magic Camp. It's like uh, Camp Rock, but with magic. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. She's probably not known for that, but anyway. <laughs> the composer in terms of music is John Paisano. Remember we talked about this guy because he owns a chain of restaurants in Melbourne? Paisano, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Paisano. <laughs> Paisano International. Yeah, so yeah. he he did the music for Miles Morales. So yep. that's when we talked about him. But, yeah, he did the music for this one as well. And he so, makes a beautiful Italian food. Yeah. Well, I mean. Average Italian yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Sophia's. Yes. I think that's what we established last time. Yeah. Everything's better than Sophia's, though. <laughs> so there's eight episodes in the first season. Uh, it has been renewed for two more seasons, actually. And in terms of the comics, so the publisher is Skybound Entertainment, which is – uh, which was previously Image Comics, I think, or they they own Image Comics, and then the first appearance of Invincible was in two thousand and two August in the comic Savage Dragon issue one hundred two. But since then, Invincible has its own comic book run as well. There is also a motion comic, I think, that you can watch. I'm not sure where you watch it though. Is it on Comicsology? I guess. Is it motion comic just the comic slides, but, but they it just. Move. No, it doesn't move. It's the comic slide, and it just voiced. goes from one slide to the other. Does that make sense? But I think there's voices as well. I think that there is audio. So it's just the image, yeah. And then it does the voice. It does whatever it says on it. Yeah, and there's different people voicing yeah. different. But there's no movement. 
it's just a it's still just image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. the comic itself. We can go to the in-store information, but basically, when I, I didn't know anything about this comic or this character or this universe, so when I watched the first episode, most people will identify it as being very similar to DC in terms of the characters. There's like a Justice League in this universe, and then there's different characters within that Justice League, which you can easily map to a DC character as well. But then it goes in a different direction from there. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So positives and negatives. Positive, I think the main positive for me is that this is, despite being, like I said, it's similar to like a DC comic or just a normal superhero universe, but it does it very differently. It's very unique in the way the story goes, I guess, and it's shown. I don't know if this is a positive or a negative, but it's very shocking in terms of uh, another thing we didn't mention is that this is definitely, even though it looks like it's a bright, colorful animated series, it's definitely not for kids. Mm. Yeah, there's a warning at the start of every Unless episode. Unless you're a well. bad parent, because yeah. then it's definitely for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's not. It's very violent. So uh, definitely don't watch it with kids. What I was going to say was there is a shock factor because it is so violent because it kind of the first episode kind of just seems like a normal animated boris yeah like this you're like yeah this is fine but mm. it's nothing new but then towards the end of that there's something that definitely separates it from other animated series that we've got mm. the animating style is i liked it but it is um I, i've heard people saying that it wasn't actually so, that good i watched a uh- I watched a video. Do you know the Corridor Crew? Have you seen their videos before? No. They're on YouTube and they're a bunch of visual effects artists. But it's basically one of those ones where they're like, we judge. Oh, like yeah, a, visuals. Like a stuntman judges stunts in this movie and it's like a visual effects artist judges visual effects. Yeah, from different so movies. animators judge. Animator judge, yeah. And yeah. they said it, it's cheap animation. Yeah. But it's, it's good cheap animation. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is pretty minimal. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of detail. So, like, if there's a color on a character, it's there's no, like, tone gradient to the color. It's just, like, a flat yellow, yeah. for example, on and Invincible. What they what they say is there's not much movement in static moments. Like, when they're, when they're not, when the characters aren't moving, yeah. it's just a still image and they move that still image forward. Kind of like when they're flying, when he's flying as yeah. well. It's just a still image and but he's moving, moving. Yeah. moving it forward. But, so yeah. it's like it's cheap animation, but the reason why people say it's okay is because it's the story's good, I guess. So, yeah, I think. Well, yeah. I think the story and I think the voice acting is really good. So that probably brings it up a notch because yeah. you're you're watching the audio and the visual. So yeah. when you combine them, I guess. And I guess fine. because they have such a good voice cast, they had to. Cut corner somewhere. Yeah, but maybe of, for yeah. season two. But yeah. I, I have seen the comics before and it looks doing like the this, comics. Yeah. yeah, before doing this episode, I just quickly had a look at some of the comics. And it looks like the comics. Yeah, the the style of animation. So maybe they'll continue a, with it. If you're an animation aficionado, then you're probably not going to like it. Well, no, not going to. You're not going to think the animation's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah still I still like it. For example, the DC animated universe. I think that is probably superior to this in terms of the animation at least because i know batman animated series even though it's like 20 years old now almost probably yeah 20 is it 20 more than 20 i think 
1990 is when it started, I think. So, yeah, it's. I think that's still superior in terms of the animation and probably the story as well. That's just one of the best animated series. Ever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is this is still good. Uh, negatives wise, I thought after the first episode, it kind of does slow down. Like it feels like each episode's its own thing, which is not a bad thing. But there's a revelation at the end of the first episode, and they don't really address that for quite a f- like. There's bits and pieces in in each episode, but they don't really get to the bottom of it till basically till the end of the season, and that's when you get some answers. So it kind of keeps you hanging, and probably not in a good way because you don't really get any clues in between. It kind of there's just these episodes that happen, and there's an adventure within the episode, but. It's not really contributing to the overall story that I've set up. Some of the episodes. So I thought that was a little bit of a negative. Yeah, overall, it's definitely worth a watch. It's something different. I think it's one of the better animated superhero shows going. Well, there's not many going at the moment anyway, right? So I think it's one animated of the best. superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is, but they're not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is they're a, more based at like children. Yeah, that's right. There is that yeah. Spider-Man show, which yep. apparently got better as yep. the seasons have gone on. But uh, it's more it's more directed at children, I think. And I think seasons two and three should be good as well because they leave you on a bit of a bit of a cliffhanger. But this was this whole first season's more of an origin story ish kind of season. Yeah, um, kinda. Cool. So we can jump into spoilers, and there's a bit to talk about in spoilers because mm. we can go into the the comic book characters and everything like that. But mm. obviously I give it a cognitive recalibration, which is the 17th in a row this year or whatever it is, because I think every episode we've done this year has been positive. Yeah, same. Obviously we recommend you go watch it. So if you do care about spoilers and you haven't watched it, go watch it, come back to this point in the episode and listen to our spoilers. Let's say the first episode it starts with this character called Omni-Man, who's basically Superman, I guess, for this yeah. universe. But there's also the immortal who's kind of the Superman-esque yeah, character so- for the Justice League. It's called the Guardians of the Globe, isn't it? Uh, Guardians of the Globe, yeah. yeah so-, so they're the Justice League substitute and they've got immortal who's kind of like the Superman of that group, I guess. But Omni-Man's also like the Superman, I guess. Yeah, I've got the, I've got the mapping here. So the immortal is voiced by Ross... Marquand. Yeah, also from Walking Dead. Interestingly, all the characters from the Guardians of the Globe are from The Walking Dead. And the character that they apparently map into is Vandal Savage. So he's like a fusion of Vandal Savage and Superman. Yeah, Vandal Savage, but good. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But then- he's like the Superman-esque character for the Guardians of the Globe. But Omni-Man is also Superman-esque. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then there's a character called Darkwing, Who's like the Batman as Essentially character. Batman. And then there's Red Rush, which is the Flash. Flash. Yep. Uh, then there's Martian Man, who's Martian Manhunter. But it's a woman in this one, in the TV show. Oh, okay. They sw- yeah, they do yeah. switch it up in this. And she uses like a tablet or something, right? It's like a green pill or something that turns her into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Then there is Martin Green, who's Green Ghost, which is like the Green Lantern. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that is that the lady that uses the? No, nah, the Martian Manhunter one is the 
is the lady. Character was gender swapped from the comics for the series. Oh, so green, the green, green lantern, ghost, green ghost is was, also a, a female. Okay, no, yeah. maybe I got it wrong. Yeah. So it's green ghost that's gender swapped. And then there is War Woman, which is Wonder Woman, basically Wonder Woman. And then there is Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius, like Aqu- Aquaman, Aquarius, yeah. yeah, he's basically Aquaman, but he's like he's literally a fish, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in this. And uh, apparently, Mark Wand also voices Aquarius. Okay, yeah. Lenny James was Darkwing. Uh, Michael Cudlitz is Red Rush. So are all these people on, all Walking Dead alum? Are all Walking yeah. Dead? Lauren Cohen is a uh, War Woman. Or Walking Dead alum. Those are the those are the initial original members of the Guardians of the Globe, but they all die in the first episode. So there is a post credit scene for each episode, except for the last episode, I think. Mm. And the post credit scene for this one is like it's not really a post credit scene; it's like an actual scene because it goes for like ten minutes. But it's basically Omni Man murdering everyone in the Guardians of the Globe, and it's pretty violent and shocking. Yeah. There's a lot of blood and guts. Basically, you're just left with why did he do this? Because in this episode, they kind of established that he's like this guy that's been uh, saving Earth for many, many years. Yeah. And he has. So, the actual. We haven't even talked about that story, but the actual story is about his son, Omni Man's son, hasn't got his powers, but in the first episode, he's like late teens, I guess. And he, yep. he gets his powers. Uh, he discovers his powers in the first episode, and then he is invincible. So, he's superhero persona is invincible but then there's also all these other superhero younger superhero characters so i guess they're like young justice teen team is that what they're called i think it's teen team yeah but then they become the new or some of them become the new guardians of the globe so there's robot i don't think there's any character zachary quinto yes yeah Yeah. um i don't think there's any character like like a robot he's kind of like uh what's his name red tornado in DC Comics, who's also a robot who can okay. make tornadoes. I would say he's similar to that. But you find out later in the season that Robot's character is actually a person. Yes, that, that controls, controls the, robot. the robots. Yeah. And then he transfers his consciousness into another body. And then he has a proper body at the yep. end of the season as well. He, he sort of has his own story going in the background. Uh, then, as you mentioned, there's Gillian Jacobs as Adam Eve. And there's Rex Sloan or Rex Rexplode. Rexplode, yeah. Jason Manzukis. He's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Also, good place, if anyone's seen that. And there's Duplicate. This is a character that can duplicate, duplicate herself. Yeah. Greg Griffin, who plays Shrinking Ray. Who's Shrinking Ray again? Oh, yeah. Yep, it's a woman. Yeah, yeah. She's in the guise of the globe. Monster. Oh, it's like mon- the- Monster Girl. I think. No, no, it's a different different character. It's the one that's kind of like Wasp. She's oh, like yeah, Wasp, yeah, yeah, Wasp-esque. The same person voices Monster Girl. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's Monster Girl as well, yeah. who's a girl that turns into a monster, but then every time she turns into a monster, she gets younger Yeah, she comes back. It's kind of like Hulk-esque, except he doesn't. Get younger. Yeah. <laughs> and then there is Black Samson. What, what's his powers again? He's just a... He gets them at the end. At the start, he doesn't have his powers because he lost his powers initially. Oh, yeah. But then after this battle, he gets his powers back again, which I forget what they actually are. But, yeah. And then apart from them, there's... I don't know what the DC version of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, but they're like a DC... Like the, this series' version mm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. called the Global Defense Agency. 
And the two main characters in that are Walter Goggins, who plays Cecil. He's like the director, the Global Defense Agency. And then there is a guy that works for him. He's like the Coulson of of this, and uh, that's Donald Ferguson. And then apart from that, there's all these other characters. So there's that Seth Rogen character who's Alan the Alien. Yep. Who appears in two episodes, I think. And then there's some villains. So there's Doc Seismic, an earthquake generating mad scientist. Yep, he's in like the Adam and Adam and uh, Invincible fight him. Which episode was this again? Like maybe third or fourth. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like Adam and Invincible. This is when Adam has a fight with her parents. Oh, it's yeah. after she leaves. The Guardian. Oh, she doesn't join the Guardians of the Globe. There's Biplane, a flight suit wearing villain who fights the Immortal before this getting tossed probably, into space by him. Do you know how there's that little montage before they all get called up and then Omni Man kills them? Samohashala Ali as Titan. He's a criminal enforcer who manifests a regenerative stone skin armor at will. I, I didn't mind that episode, but there's all these other characters that turn up in that episode. Yeah. Should we go episode by episode, or are we just going to go? Uh, yeah, we can go episode by episode. I yeah. just don't remember all the episodes, but okay. I've, I've got the uh, the. Outline. I think I I think I can remember it. Okay, so the first one is it's about time. Yeah, which is kind of a boring episode, really. He gets his powers. Apart then, from the end, there's yeah, not much. and then at the yeah. end, he kills everyone. And then there's the second episode, which is here goes nothing. This is where he meets the team team, and he there's that intergalactic. Not intergalactic. They're like this alien things are trying to. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
space is trying to invade Earth. Yeah, yeah. But and, they but rapidly time, age. Yeah. Because the atmosphere makes them age or something like that. Time moves differently on their planet or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. yeah. But they rapidly age when they come to Earth. So he fights them like three times in like four days. But the guys he fights have aged like 60 to 70 years. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they look a bit like the scrolls, I guess. A little bit. Yeah. They're, they're oh, like yeah. green aliens. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And then Omni-Man. I thought that was an interesting concept. Yeah, and then Omni-Man takes, doesn't he just He take goes back to yeah. there. Well, this, there's this guy that has a vendetta against Invincible, one of the aliens. He, like, has a grudge against him because yeah. Invincible beats him up once. And he's about to kill Invincible and then Omni-Man comes and saves him. Yeah. And then he takes, he, they, he goes back to their planet and kills all of them. The thing that we didn't really mention in the non-spoilers, but it is applicable, is that when there is action in this, they don't shy away from killing just instant Everyone. people. Everyone. Yeah. So you just see like random people like die in very violent ways as well. Yeah. And then, and then Omni-Man goes and he like kills everyone on the planet or whatever, right? Or... Well, you yeah, he kills everyone. Yeah, he kills. He says, "Earth's mine to conquer," or something. Earth's not yours to conquer, and yeah. then he like leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he and, kills a lot of them, <laughs> and he comes back with like a beard and everything because yeah. he's on that planet for for a while. Episode three, which is who you're calling ugly in this one. After a televised funeral, the Graysons attend the Guardians' private burial with the loved ones, where Darkblood questions Nolan privately and hints at his suspicions. So Darkblood yep. is. Uh, He's like a Hellboy-esque character. Yeah, essentially like a detective that looks like the Hellboy. He doesn't really do anything, right? Mm. He's in it, but then he's in it for a couple of episodes, but then they like send him back to hell or whatever. He figures it out. He figures out that Omni-Man killed. Well, there's a mystery, not a mystery because we see it, but no one else knows why the Guardians are dead. And then he kind of figures out that Omni-Man did it. He figures it out, but I think everyone else sort of knows it. At that point as well. Yeah. 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 I think In the comics, it's different because- He's actually like a comedic character that figures everything out after everyone already finds out. Oh, like yeah. he's like not stupid, but he like he's a bad detective. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So he finds out, he tells Cecil, but by that time Cecil already knows. Basically. Yeah. In the comics, it's a bit different. And the comics you don't know straight away that Omni Man killed the Guardians of the Globe. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's left yeah. a mystery. He yeah. like it's like a he kills them so quickly that you don't see who killed them. And he also they gets put up quite, a fight. Yeah. He, he also gets quite injured in yeah. this as well. But in yeah. the comics he's actually a lot more powerful than he is in this even. Okay. He's like yeah. he like no one stands a chance against him basically. He's he is kind of like that in this as well. But in the comics like when he fights the Guardians of the Globe he finishes them all off very quickly. Uh so what what happens in this one? So uh, is this the one where he goes to Mars or is this the one where he fights the earthquake person? They're making the new Guardians of the Globe in this one as well. So it's either they, it's probably not the Mars one. It's the one where he fights the earthquake guy with Adam Eve. We haven't talked about like Amber, who is. Uh, yes, Zazie Beats. Z- yeah, Zazie Beats. And she's Mark's girlfriend. I think in this episode, at the end of this episode, Dark Blood questions Debbie, who's Mark's mother, voiced by Sandra O. Oh, and then she starts to get suspicious of Nolan as well. I think this is the episode where they create the new Guardians of the Globe. Fourth episode, I think this is the one where he goes to Mars. Neil yep. Armstrong, eat your heart out. Yep. So he goes to Mars to accompany a mission and- There's like, Martians there. Yeah, obviously. they want to kill yeah. those guys. They want to kill the astronauts, but then he kind of saves them and brings them back. Yeah, and then there's this 
they mention this thing about the sequids. Yeah, so it's like a it's like an alien race that once again wants to take over Mars, right? Initially, yeah, yeah, but then they they accidentally take some of them back to Earth yes. without realizing, yeah, which uh, isn't resolved yet, but it looks like it will happen in season two. And in this episode, Cecil banishes Dark Blood to Hell, and we don't see him ever again. <laughs> Then it's the episode where this is the Mahershala Ali episode. So yep. it's called That Actually Hurt, episode yep. five. Mahershala Ali comes to Invincible for help to stop this guy called Machine Head, who's like the crime boss. And then Mahershala Ali essentially double crosses him at the end and takes over as crime boss. But in the middle, Invincible nearly dies from this. Yeah. What's the guy called? Um Battle Beast? Battle Beast, yeah. Who's just like this massive- He goes, yeah, uh, he goes around different planets to try and find someone worthy of fighting him. Do you think he could beat Omni-Man? He was pretty good, yeah. (laughs) It it would be a good fight, but it would be interesting to see what happens. But anyway, this guy essentially comes in and beats the shit out of everyone. Yeah, it's it's essentially just him, because there is- There's other other guys, but they kind of beat those guys. Yeah, there are other guys, and then the- it's not just it's not just invincible because invincible goes in with Titan and yeah, then the Mahershali, team and then the Guardians of the Globe are there turn as well. up as well yeah. yeah yeah and they all yeah Monster Girl nearly dies the what's that guy's Black name Samson he nearly dies and Robot doesn't die he doesn't die well no, no. one no one else no one no. dies actually yeah. but yeah and invincible yeah. nearly dies but in the meantime well he keeps uh he keeps not turning up to dates and stuff with amber yeah and she gets yeah. pissed off at him and then the next one's the one where they go to college yes yeah so this uh number six you kind of look dead yeah they, they go to some college and invincible's friend yep is trying to meet his boyfriend there and there's some experimentation that's happening. There's this weird bloke there that's yeah. experimenting on, like he kidnaps college kids and he makes them into robots. Yeah, robot yeah. soldiers. And he essentially kidnaps Invincible's friend's boyfriend. And then they fight and Amber gets angry because he kind of, he disappears for a while to turn into Invincible. But then at the end of the episode, he tells her that she's invi- that he's, he's Invincible, invincible and but she she's still knew. pissed off at him. Yeah. Well, she, apparently yeah. she knew. Apparently she knew, yeah. All along, so. But it doesn't really make sense. I, I thought that didn't make sense. Why was she angry? She, she well, she's did. angry that he lied. But it's his secret identity, I guess. He yeah. kind of has to lie. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was stupid. I think, she, yeah. yeah, she was angry yeah. that he didn't tell her. And his friend figures out he's invincible in this episode as well. Yes. So, how many people know now? So, it's Eve, his yeah, friend. Knows. His friend knows. Uh, Amber and knows. Amber knows. And yeah. obviously, uh, Cecil and his mom. Yeah, his parents and yeah. stuff like that. And then the second last episode. So, episode seven, we need to talk. Yep. So, this is the episode where Robot clones his body using... Oh, we didn't talk about those other guys. There's these guys that are... Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, these two, uh, what are they called? The something twins. Essentially, one is a clone of the other. The the Mauler twins, I think. Maulers, yeah, yeah. It's the Mauler twins? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Maulers. Yeah, so they, the robot uses them to clone a body of Rexplode. Well, a actually transfers He gets the DNA of Rexplode at one stage. Yeah, and then he clones his body. And then he transfers his consciousness to that body. So that happens. And then in between, so throughout this season, Debbie is also figuring out stuff. So I think her character is probably a bit more developed in this than in the comics, I think. Uh, But she's kind of figuring out that perhaps uh, Nolan has been lying to her. 
and then she kind of confronts him. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about. So there's this guy that designs costumes as well, who's voiced by Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Uh, he's in a couple of episodes. He's in this episode because um, Debbie goes and speaks to him, and they both figure out that it was Nolan that committed the murders. Essentially, he goes. He Nolan goes to try and find Mark, what, which is Invincible's actual name, and then Cecil's like puts up obstacles on the way. And one thing we didn't mention is that the every time there's an episode, there, there's an introduction where like the title comes on. Yeah, it's and, when someone's about to say "invincible." Yeah, and then yeah. it says "invincible," and I only notice this later. But the first episode is just like "invincible," just blue. Yeah, and then, and then there's more and more blood. As yeah, it goes and then on. there's yeah. blood, and then yeah. each subsequent episode they keep adding the blood to yeah, it. So it by the last episode, it's just like all blood, blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yep. that's that's pretty interesting, and I like how they did that. Like you, because uh, there's one part where they like trick you as well, because you think that he's going to tell Amber that he's invincible, and you think that it's going to come up, but he, she just he do, he doesn't end up telling her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I thought it was fun, but yeah, there's like this huge kaiju monster in this one that they. Oh yeah, that fight was in together. second episode or something where Omni yeah. Man fights it. Yeah, and essentially at the end of the episode, Mark comes and helps Omni Man fight the kaiju. And also Immortal, immortal oh, yeah, gets Immortals. revived by the Waller twins. Yeah. And they want to control him, but then he immediately breaks out of yeah. the control thing. Yeah. And then he goes to try and kill Omni-Man, but Omni-Man kills him again. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone sees it this time. Yeah. So the whole and world Grayson sees it as Mark sees it as well. Yeah, Mark sees it as well. And then that goes into the last episode. So in between, uh, yeah. Eve has this arc as well where she, like, leaves her parents and yeah, goes because, um, in the woods or something. Yeah, she doesn't want to be part of the Guardians of the Globe because what's his name? Rex. Of, Rex is part of it, who's her ex-boyfriend. And then she kind of wants to go out by herself and do something. And then she goes to Amber and she finds, like, Amber's, like, helping people. And then she's like, maybe I could just go out and help people by herself. By herself. And her parents are dicks because they don't want her to do it. I think it's more her yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then she, uh, yeah, she goes out and kind of helps people. And yeah. What are her powers? Her powers are like. She could change anything into anything. So her Adam. Like Wanda. Kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. like Adam. What's the word? Reorganization. When you change something into something else. Oh, okay. Like restructuring. Restructuring the- Adams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why she's called Atom Eve. Yeah. But yeah, she's uh, kind of like Scarlet Witch. At the end of the episode, you find out that Omni-Man, well, Omni-Man kills a Omni-Man kills a mortal. Yep. And, and then, everyone sees it. And then yep. Mark's like, what's going on? And they leave you with that. Was there an end credit scene in this one? No. While all this is happening, Debbie and Cecil and all that are watching as well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then the last episode, you kind of find out why Omni-Man's doing it. Episode 8 is where I really come from. So in the first episode, you get a bit of a backstory. He talks about how he comes from this empire called Viltrumite, the Viltrumite Empire, and he's uh, they send – he kind of lies and he tells Mark that they send people to different planets to, like, act as guardians for different planets. Yeah, but kind of like uh, Green Lanterns, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But essentially the reason why they actually send people out – or the Viltrumites out to different planets is to take over them. Uh, yeah. And essentially just kill everyone on the planet. And he was just waiting for the right time to do this. So I think he was waiting for Mark to get his powers because he knew that he would he would be half Viltramite and he didn't want to kill everyone before he got his powers. He wanted to do it together. So he waited for that. And then once he got his powers, he went. He goes and kills the Guardians of the Globe. And then in this episode, he kills a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, he's, he kind of beats. Mark doesn't want to join him. 
and to make him join him, he beats the shit out of him. And then to teach him a lesson, he kills a lot of people with him. Like yeah. there's this part where these fighter jets come and fight, they try and kill him, and then Mark saves them. And then he comes down and he kills both of them. Yes. Yeah. And then there's this part where he like goes into a subway and he just holds Mark and he goes He's, through the train. Yeah, through the train and kills and everyone. Kills on, like everyone yeah. on the train. And obviously you see all the blood and guts as yeah. well. So there's a this this is probably the most violent episode. Then you find out that Obviously, he's been lying the whole time, and his mom finds out as well. There was no real redemption apart from the fact that he didn't kill Mark. Because there's like there's this short flashback scene where they, when back when Mark was a kid and he's playing baseball or whatever, and it kind of shows that he has some feelings for his son, so he doesn't end up killing him. But then he just leaves the planet, and you don't know what happened. And then the series it kind of ends. That's like the middle of the episode because there's like this whole part afterwards where they're kind of just like- Winding down. Yeah, wrapping things up more or less. So Mark, he recovers. Would have taken him a while to recover from all of that, but yeah, he recovers. I think he becomes like the guardian of the planet, I guess, in in place of Omni-Man. Well, Cecil asked him and he said he wasn't sure, but I think in the end he decides he will be. The last- Part of the episode is he ends up meeting Alan the alien again. And apparently Alan the alien was going to the wrong planet all this time. Oh, no. You find that out in the first one when you first see him. So he goes back and he's like, oh, shit, I need to talk to my... Yeah. yeah. And now he comes yeah. back to tell yeah. them that there's a Viltramite. Viltramite on the planet. On the yeah. planet. Well, they already knew that. <laughs> and then it, it just ends with uh, all these other things happening. So that like they flash Yeah, it's like a that. montage to all the other stuff that is unresolved. So, there's those aliens that come back to that came in that second episode, I think. The the aliens that age quickly. Yeah, there's a battle beast dude. Yeah, battle beast. There's uh, Mahershala's character. Yeah. There's um the Mars aliens. And there's some other stuff that we didn't even see. I think that they just flash to. Yeah, yeah. That's that. The first, like the end of the first episode, and obviously the last episode are the most important episodes. The ones in between this. Things here and there, just build up. But uh, I, I thought it was could have been faster. They could have addressed other things. But overall, yeah, it was it's, uh, it was fine. I think it it's good. pretty true to the comic, and it's uh it's a good time. So other people, there's some are, comic changes, but overall, it's pretty true to it. Yeah. So other people that are in the show, can you guess one other person that's in the show? Just anyone. Yeah, just anyone that we haven't talked about. That we haven't talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Like actors wise. Act okay. Who is it? Like tell me the character. Okay. The Martian Emperor. The Martian Emperor. No, no idea. So it's uh it's our favorite Jimon Honso. Oh, okay. Do you know what? <laughs> I was actually gonna say Digimon Honso, but I'm like, it's probably not him. <laughs> but he's in it, yeah. yeah. He's the Martian Emperor, so he's the one on Mars. He's in he has like two dialogues. He loves being in everything. Yeah, he loves being in comic book yeah. stuff. So he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna he, I think that's just how you convince him. They're like, you tell him all this story. He's like, I don't know. And then you're like, it's a comic book. He's like, like, okay, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> John Hamm is the Secret Service agent guarding the White House in the front gate. So he's in the first episode, isn't he? Yep. And yeah. he's also in a later episode where they're in front of the Buckingham Palace with his son. And who else there is? We said Mark Hamill. Oh, actually, one that people might, might like is, oh, what's his name? It's, it's the guy that... Made Rick and Morty. Ezra Miller's in this. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yep, yeah. he plays the mad scientist. Mad scientist, yeah. yeah. 
Jeffrey Donovan is Machine He's Head. in that same episode as the mad scientist one. He plays the drunk college student. That seems like a pretty inconsequential character. For yeah, to play. but he plays Rick in Rick and Morty. Okay. And he's also the creator of Rick and Morty. Justin Roiland. Yeah, that's that. So there's big voice cast, decent uh, decent story. So I think it's I think it's worth a watch at, at some stage if you haven't watched it. If you haven't watched it, it's probably worth watching. And I was going to watch Stephen Yeun's Minari at some stage. Is that a movie he's in? Yeah, it's okay. a Korean. It's a it's an American, like American slash Korean production. Yeah, so it's, okay. It's in Korean, mostly in Korean, I think. Uh, but it was nominated for a few Academy Awards. It didn't win, but I think it won Best Supporting Actor. I think he was nominated for Best Actor in the comics. Is Invincible meant to be half yeah. Asian? Yeah. Okay, and J.K. Simmons. We didn't talk about it, but J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah, J.K. Simmons is yeah. Omni Man. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty good. If we were to do this in live action, who'd you get for? Uh, Omni-Man. Lots of people are saying John Hamm. A lot of people say him for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. He's just that. He's got that generic face that kind of suits those. <laughs> he could be Omni-Man because yeah. Omni-Man's slightly older as well. What about- Henry Cavill, some people say. Might be a bit too young, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. they could age him up. Yeah. He's basically Superman anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about for Invincible? I don't know, actually. There's, That's tough. There's though, not that yeah. many people, like a young Asian actor. Yeah. Stephen Yuan's- yeah, a oh, bit older. However you say his last name, he's probably too old. Yeah. yeah. You know that guy in Far From Home who takes photos of people in the bathroom? Yeah. He, yeah. He's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could do it. He looks like it. Like, yeah. just based on looks, he looks yeah. like him. When's season two? I think it'll be- Oh, it'll be a while, I think. Started yeah. Right, so, so they take a while to do the animation in yeah. and stuff, I assume. All right. If people want to get in touch with us about Invincible, how do they go about it? We're Cognitive Recalibration on all podcasts. Oh, sorry, on all platforms. Platforms, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. And then, <laughs> on um, all social media platforms. Yep, yeah. yep. And then uh, to email us, you can at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to support the podcast, you can do so via our Amazon affiliate links and our Buy Me a Coffee link where you can give us a one-off donation, which we'll use to further develop the podcast. Best way to support us is actually by giving us a review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines and if you listen to us on any of the other podcast streaming platforms such as Spotify for example don't think there is a mechanism for you to give us a rating but the way the algorithm works for those ones is essentially just the download so keep listening to us and keep recommending us to anyone else that might be interested. All right so next week we don't really have anything planned so we do have an advanced screening for a Quiet Place Part 2 in mm. a couple of weeks. And I think the embargo lifts after that advanced screening. So we could do it essentially a week earlier than it releases. But we've got a week in between. So we could do Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix because that's out now. Yeah, I heard it's not that good. I was going to watch it on Friday night, but then I looked at some reviews and they said it was... Not good? Or well, they said average. it's like a prequel to a show that would be good. Okay. Yeah. So we could do that or we could yeah. do... Could do something else. We could do Quiet Place Part 1 if we yeah. want to. Because I actually haven't watched it. So Oh, you haven't seen it before. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we could do Quiet Place Part 1 and then yeah. Part 2 the week after. And then uh, the week after that, I think there's Cruella. Yeah. And yeah. then you're, you're off for a while after that. Yeah. A couple for, of weeks. For a couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah. There's also The Bad Batch, but how many episodes are there in bad in The Bad Batch? Uh, I'm Two not are sure. already out now, so. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen them yet. Okay, I've yeah. seen the first. The first episode's good. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, this is coming from someone who hasn't watched Clone Wars or Rebels. I didn't find it too hard to get into it. Like, it wasn't like you needed all this background to watch no. the first episode. So you, you can kind of follow it. Well, we'll see. Probably Quiet Place Part 1 then. Yeah, we'll see. Week. Unless yeah. Jupiter like Jupiter's legacy is better than everyone says it yeah, is. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Or we could, yeah, we could do that later as well. So, all right. So, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I hope you're all staying safe. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.